drink it in now. Touchdown, Detroit Lions! Cornbread! 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 Drink it in now. Touchdown, Detroit Lions! Kool-Aid, Detroit Kool-Aid drinkers. What's going on, everybody? It's your host, Eric Oakry, right here on the Detroit Kool-Aid cast. And I got a guest today, a special guest, a guy that I think is really going to bring it. We might even have to battle it out. Who knows what might happen? You guys know him by his sound drops. <laughs> you also know his hashtag. Hashtag choppy liking. Chops, you're back. We're ready to talk lions. What's going on, buddy? Oh, Gary, it is time to inject some life into the Detroit Kool-Aid cast. I am happy to be back. I am pumped. I'm ready to go. I mean, I'm sitting on cloud nine. Let's do this. Cloud nine? Are you been drinking it in too much? Too much Honolulu blue over there? Drink it in. Uh... How, much, how much of this have you been eating? Cornbread! Cornbread! We just gave up 48... <laughs> To the Seattle Seahawks, we didn't get off the field one time, and you're coming in here all butterflies and rainbows. Why? Because your boy Goff's putting up numbers. Why? Because he can throw. Why? Because we're putting up points. Is that what you're here to do, Choppy? Because if so, go ahead. Oh, Okri, Okri, Okri. Listen, you got to take the good with the bad, and there's a lot of good to take down here with what's going on with our Detroit Lions uh so yeah Mm. let's just get right into it man of course we're going to talk about jared goff we're going to talk (laughs) about the defense we're going to get into this so are you ready to throw down we definitely need to throw down because i knew you were going to come on and 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 pull this garbage our team is one in three okay your quarterback your boy is playing good football i'll give it to him but how can we get beat by a sorry team like the seattle seahawks and you just want to come in here and talk about stats you want to talk about points you want to talk about numbers i want w's and we don't have enough of those right now i mean tell me why i'm wrong because i'm real frustrated if you can't tell uh, well, first of all, okay, I think I, I need to hit the tape. Can you rewind that about 15 seconds and play that again? Uh, 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 I was right about my boy Jared Goff. He can throw, and he's balling right now. And he's got this offense clicking on all cylinders, man. First in the league in total yards, first in the league in yards per game, total points. Get the, the offense is flowing. If I would have told you in the offseason that we would be the number one ranked offense after four weeks, you would have been like, come on, Choppy, you're drinking the Kool-Aid. And I'm like, no, you drink the Kool-Aid. This offense is buzzing, and Jared Goff is the reason why. So what is there to not be happy about? Well, I'm hearing a lot of this. Touchdown, Detroit Lions! But I'm not Ooh. getting a lot. <laughs> But I'm not getting a lot of Lions 
victories. And that's what I think the fans want. So I, I just don't know where you're at on all this, man. I can't imagine that if I threw out some random prediction that somebody was going to be good and then it comes and happens, but my team is losing, that you wouldn't browbeat me on the show. You wouldn't have a big issue with it. Yet I knew you like to be right more than you want this team to win. You like to tout yourself more than you like to rep this team. I love drinking the Detroit Kool-Aid, serving up that cornbread, make it a double. But, I, but I'm a little frustrated. There's not a lot to be happy about right now. When you look at this team's record, you look at this defense, I could care less what the offense is doing if you're not winning me ball games. I mean, simple as that. Come on, man. Oh, come on, Oker. You're making it sound like there wasn't a, a whole bunch of research and calculation on my prediction that Jared Goff was going to ball out, man. It wasn't like a throw a dart random dude. Guy's a first-round <sighs> pick. He's a stud. And not to mention that we can go back and look at the details of that trade and how much we fleeced the Rams just so they could get Patty Statford. Come on. Okay, so, so we don't have to go there in full, but... Matt Stafford goes out to L.A., wins the Super Bowl, puts up crazy numbers. I don't hear peep one from me except you hating on the guy. Now that your boy is a little bit ahead of him through four games, you're going to act like that, that that we got the best of this and we're all good. Like I want to ask you this, Choppy, before we get more into the Seattle game. You, like others, now seem just totally fine. That 16 is our guy. We got no issues. I'm just, I'm going to extend him for $200 million. I'm not there right now. I, I give it to him. He can throw. I haven't seen the wobbly duck. There's been a few. There's definitely been a few. But more spirals than I projected for him for the entire season, probably through these first four games. He, he's hitting the open man. He's putting up points. He's finding the right guys. He's accentuating our talent, our weapons. But I'm not set that I'm just going to roll with Jared Goff for the next five years. Is that where you're at? I mean, I know, we know you love this guy. We know you have a, probably sent him some personal DMs the past few weeks. But I'm not just cementing this guy as just a top-level QB or that I'm totally set with him. I'm not, I'm not there right now. Well, you better get on board, Oakry, because Jared Goff is elite. He is elite. <laughs> When he has the offensive line that we have, when he's got oh. the weapons that we have, dude, this guy is elite. And the thing that Corn you're missing Oak, is I've still got that first round pick last year that I don't have to use on a quarterback, that I don't have to use in an offensive weapon, that I can use to build up this god awful, atrocious, terrible defense that we got going on right now. So yeah, it's all part of the plan. We got Jared Goff in place. We we got Iffy for him. I mean, we, hell, we got JMO for him this year with that first round pick. And now next year we got another first round pick that we can add to the defense on. It's all coming together. You got to look at the big picture. The offense is swelling. It is booming. And now that's going to allow us to shift our focus and our money and our talent on the defensive side. So it's all part of the plan, my man. Oh, I hope you're right, man. You did mention the defense. I actually did get a, a special celebrity call about the defense this week. That's terrible. I agree, Charles. Um, let, let, let's get into like what went down in the Seattle game. We're also going to do some team updates where I will drink Kool-Aid, serve up cornbread about why I'm optimistic moving forward. We'll do some shout-outs as we like to do in the old Twitter machine and talk about the Matt Pat revenge game, the Patriots heading to Foxborough. They're wearing throwbacks. We're trying to figure out how to stop someone on defense. Choppy, like this ball game, I mean, 48, 45, I mean, back and forth lions hanging in there, putting up points, but every third down, 
I mean, just wide open guys. A.O. Oh, baby. Doesn't look like he wants to cover. Tackle. Do anything productive on the football field. Um, it, it was just a mess everywhere on defense. And I don't know where you want to start, but it started out bad and it got worse throughout the ball game, especially towards the end. The refs weren't good. This was just an ugly game on the defensive side of the football for the Lions. Yeah, Okri. I mean, look, for as amazing as our offense has been, our defense has just been god-awful. I mean, you know, do you remember all that talk when we were coming into hard knocks about how lucky we were that AG was stuck around, he didn't get a head coaching job? Well, yeah, how's that panning out for you right now, AG? You, while we have the number one offense in the league, we've got the number 32 defense in the league. The most points for and the most points against. Dude, come on. Like you like you said, you can't get off the field. Just continuing to let them pound the ball. Special teams mishaps that are just, you know, who misses extra points, let alone two in one game. I mean, yeah, that we 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 are struggling on defense and they got to come up with a quick fix, man, because you can't waste this good offense and get no dubs because your defense can't stop a 12-year-old power puff team right now. Copy, I'm over here looking for struggling from Namath. I can't find it, but uh, you, you did well with it. So I'll, I'll do that as a live drop for, for you. Um, props on that. Um, it, yeah, I, I mean, my thing is it's four games. Like this team isn't going to be the number one offense for the next, you know, remaining careful, amount of games. Careful. Careful Come what you on, say. Man. You know this guy's coming back down to earth. You know that like even when JMO is added, we'll be dynamic. We'll make plays. Ben Johnson has proven his stripes, no doubt about it. But we're going to come back to the middle, just like the defense isn't going to be the worst defense in the history of football. It's going to come back. It's all going to somewhat level out. And like I, I, as much as I'm rooting on this team and I think they're putting it together decently, like – you know, I, I think they're showing themselves as they're still a little just in the middle of this rebuild as Logan Lamarandier tweeted out. But like getting into the brass tacks of this game, I just feel like the two third downs where Rashad Penny just was absolutely Ugh. untouched to the house. Like I don't, our defense can't communicate Deshaun Elliott's running to the other side of the field and Rashad Penny just runs to the opposite way. And there's no one even in the screen. Like, you know, other than that, the refs blowing a play dead for absolutely no reason where we would have got off the field down seven, those two back breaking, just walk to the end zone run plays on us on third down and pretty long. I mean, that's embarrassing. You saw my tweet where I just used embarrassing as much times as I could because that's exactly what I felt like throughout this game and especially when it was over. Yeah, it, it, it was it was ridiculously embarrassing, especially in considering that like the majority of our injuries are on offense and yet our offense is still clicking. I mean, no Amon Ra, no DJ. That's my DJ. <laughs> I got here somewhere. Hold on. You hit me with a lot of good stuff today, Chaffee, but I'm sleeping. Go DJ. There it's it is. My DJ. My DJ. DJ. Yeah. Like, he's not even he like he, I need to get this in real quick. T J Hawkinson <laughs> showed up big, finally, finally woke up, finally made a few plays after the catch rather than catching it and crumpling to the ground. But I got concerns about my boy DJ 
choppy chop because it's his ankle, the same surgically repaired ankle, and he went from like, oh, he's practicing, to he's not practicing, to oh, he's back, to hey, he's out for the game. <laughs> and I haven't heard that he's back rolling or that he will be anytime soon. So that's not encouraging. I don't like hearing that at all because I was ready for this guy to start blowing up over the next few weeks with more targets, more opportunity. But Okri, but Okri, you're missing the big point here, and I'm surprised that, that you're missing? missing this because this is your huge – this is like your number one thing when it comes to football. We got depth, okay? We got depth. No Amon Rod, no Swizzle, no Chark, and we still were able to put up 43 points, man. That is incredible. I mean, again, if we could just stop anything, we could be winning some games. And, I, you know, they got to get this defense fixed. I just don't know what's going on. I mean, again, your starters are all there. What What's what's going on? This is the team that you were supposed to be lining up. You planned in the offseason. You've got, you know, you've got Okuda, who's balling out. you got AO, who's been a, just atrocious. Um, your, your linebackers are starting to play. You know, Rodrigo is tearing it up. You know, Hutch is getting pressure, though I think they're, over, they're putting him in for way too many snaps. They got to rotate some guys in there. I mean, I think I saw a stat the other day. It was like Hutch and, and Harris are playing Hutch. like I'm ready to 85 Hutch. to 90% snaps and like no one else, you know, no one else is even above 20. I mean, yeah, give those guys a little bit of a break, but I don't know, man. Aaron Glenn's got to get it together and Dan Campbell's got to inject some life into that defense. We haven't been hearing this nearly enough the past couple ball games. We need 97 creeping up on quarterbacks, and we need to unleash Hutch. Unleash Hutch. I'm ready to unleash Hutch. And people have been saying, like, stand him up in a two-point, don't let him think as much. I feel like he's overall been fine. I mean, what did people expect? Like a sack every game or TFLs all over the place? Like there's been times where he's getting there just a beat late. There was definitely a play in this ball game where he absolutely blew up Geno Smith, who tore us apart. He blew him up and the ball got out a half second before for a big play down the football field. So, I mean, we need Hutch be more productive, but I still like what I'm seeing overall. I think people are just killing him because the numbers and whatnot aren't there. And, and you brought up Aaron Glenn a few times. Like, again, I just feel like, you know, he needs his team to come together. But this guy didn't forget how to coach football. He didn't totally, um, you know, he's not selling you a whole bill of goods. They just overall need to execute better and, and make a few more plays. Instead of being a second late, be a second early. That's probably a sack fumble ball out type situation. So, I don't know, man. Like, you know, like I said, I knew you were going to come on and tout the offense and say, you've been telling me to, like, calm down and, hey, Okri, it's going to be okay. And I'm still totally optimistic. And, like, of course I'm rooting on my squad. But, Choppy, we've had way too many seasons like this. I'm tired of saying hold off another two years and then we'll be good. I'm tired of saying, oh, hey, this side of the ball is good, but this side sucks. And, hey, our defense can't stop anybody. But look at all the touchdowns that we're getting. Like, it just gets so annoying to go back and forth with this let's start playing good consistent ball on both sides and get w's for the fan base and so this team can build off things rather than one week you play well and you win two weeks later you get smashed oh then you show up again and then you fall apart like this is crazy to me okay 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 take take a breath take a breath <sighs> give yourself a side of cornbread pour cornbread! yourself another glass of the kool-aid drink it in man 
come on now come on i i you know, like it, it pains me to see you this way my friend like you are the leader of the kool-aid nation and the last <laughs> two weeks you've just been down in the dumps bro like we got lots and lots of things to be positive about and i get it we're not winning it's not the dubskis that we wanted to see but there's a lot of encouraging things coming especially from this offense and now we can start focusing on that defense brother like Chappie, we're one and three. We've lost to Seattle. <laughs> I mean, there's lots of reasons to be upset. I, I, I'm, I'm like with you in this grand scheme, the big picture, the wait it out. It's gonna look at my quarterback. Look at this. Wait for this. Wait for that. Like, I want to win this week in New England. We'll get to that later. I want to take a bye week, get some bodies healthy, get this thing rolling forward before I really lose it here on the show. So let, let's, let's speaking of, let's, let's transition. Let's put the Seattle game behind us. Wow. Your boy golf was good. Wow. All our weapons were out, man, but we still lost the football game by three. Coulda, woulda, shoulda. Let, let's move past all that. Let's talk about team updates before we take our commercial break. And I'm talking about jury Jacobs. That's J U. U-U-R-R-R-R-Y-Y-Y, Jury Jacobs. He cannot come back soon enough because I need A-O, oh, baby, out. I need him on the sideline for a while. And do I want Will Harrison? No. <laughs> but I need I need A-O to take a break, go chill, take a few weeks off, whatever it may be. Jury's a bulldog. I need him in there doing Jury Jacobs type things. Um, still think it might be a couple weeks. My boy Pascal back at practice still said couple weeks for him. I'm thinking find a way to win this week by week. I would like some dogs back against the Dallas Cowboys. And after that, it's Miami. So I need, I need troops back ASAP. What about you? Yeah, look, this is a totally winnable game this week. Uh, the Patriots, you know, they ain't no thang. And they're going to be playing like their fifth string quarterback. So, look, I'm not worried about them. Let's get a dub. Let's go into the break two and three. And let's get some bodies back and move forward. Like, the offense is clicking. It's where it needs to be. The defense can get there. We just, let's get healthy. Let's get this win. Let's get another break. And then come back after the bye and just get ready to dominate. And that'll give them an extra week to get some rest. Um, J-Mo should be back after that. And we'll be ready to go. Are you now mixing this drop? Rodrigo! <laughs> With our wide receiver that we can't wait to see. Number nine. <laughs> J-Mo! Yeah, of course I am. I love it. Come, come on. We, we can't mix drops. But we can't have fun with this drop because when we talk about New England here in a bit, we might have to use this. Who's your quarterback? What is your name? And then the minute he speaks, drop this. Doesn't matter what your name is. <laughs> It better not matter, but Choppy, let's talk about Levi, a.k.a. Big Dan. <laughs> and, like, I hate to even say it and pub it that way, like he's a balling, because this guy's been in his denim way too much because he's never in his football uniform. Like, Levi owns a Rike. I mean, I thought this guy was a DAWG after we took him. He said everything right. He said he was going to blow everything up. He was going to create havoc. Like, this guy has these back and hip injuries. He's not progressing. He's not anywhere close to playing. He didn't do anything last year. Like, I'm just overly frustrated with this player. Yet, of course, my Kool-Aid and Cornbread tells me, 
man, if Levi can get back, and then Pascal's ball, and then Romeo gets back, and then Jamo's out on the offense blowing the top off the defense, and Jury Jacobs is doing Jury Jacobs-like things at the corner position, and Okuda, you know what I mean? Like, it all starts to snowball, but I'm getting real annoyed by Levi never getting better, never being close to playing. Oh, he's he's got a little back tweak. We're going to be like in week eight. He's still nowhere close to coming back. Like, what is going on with this guy? Yeah, I'm not sure what's going on. And Dan Campbell did not seem too happy uh, no. when he was talking in his press conference earlier in the week, um, giving the update on on Big Danum. Um, <laughs> he, he sounded just as frustrated as we are. So, you know, it's hard. We never really know what the medicals are. But, uh, is that, you know, I'm starting to worry there's some deeper issue that we just don't know about with this guy. I mean, we used a big resource on him. And, you know, for him to not be on the field at all in year two, uh, it, it's it's very uh, disappointing right now. It makes you you know wish we, you know, rethink that pick that we used on him last year. But um, you know if if Dan came out and was like, hey, yeah, you know he's progressing. We're looking good. We're you know we're targeting after the buy something like that. It'd be more encouraging. But man, he he just he even sounded more frustrated than we are right now. So it's just it's just tough. He was not happy. I'm hoping that Brad Holmes doesn't have to say this if this guy never comes back or never makes an impact this is a bad decision period point blank it was a, a, one of the dumbest decisions i ever made i'm thinking dan freaking campbell might have to have a talk with levi and it might go a little something like this know your role and shut your mouth get on the field now and start making plays it might go something like that but um let, let's talk about it while i'm while i'm frustrated throughout this show and while you're trying to talk me out the ledge let's bring up michael brockers the guy that can like wield the hammer of four i think dan campbell said well let me tell you this choppy you want to talk about production and stats and i'm a i'm a big guy on the salary cap let me give you a couple numbers here michael brockers in these two football seasons here in detroit has made about 10 million dollars in total when you're looking at the uh you know, actual money that probably went in his bank account. I'm sure the cap hit. Some other things are even higher than that. This guy in two seasons had made 56 tackles. 56 tackles with the $10 million price tag. That's 178k per tackle. You want to know how many, how much he's getting paid per sack while here in Motown, Choppy? Do you want to know? Oh, please tell me. 10 million per sack because he only has one through two seasons. This guy, you never even notice him on the field. I could care less if he's teaching the young cats about how to eat, how to get in the cold tub, how to do this, how to do that. He doesn't do anything. He's probably a wonderful human being. I'd probably love to chat with him. I'm sure he says everything right. I'm sure he's in the film room. But this guy has made no plays it's time to cut the cord when i pulled up his deal i think it said we get it out in 2022 you better get out then or sooner because his number goes up to like 13 plus and this guy isn't worth a vet minimum at this point i'm sorry like it just has not worked out with michael brockers i don't care what number he's wearing what he's saying it's just, i see nothing yeah, I mean, look, this guy was brought in to be a run stuffer, and uh, what what are we against the run right now? Like third worst Last. in the NFL. <laughs> yeah. uh, so what's he stuffing other than Subway sandwiches? Because you know His he's wallet. got like four tackles all year. <laughs> um, you know, one solo tackle all season, a couple of of uh, assisted tackles. Like, what do you, bro? What are you doing? 
I don't understand. How are you not producing? You're getting paid to stop the run and dogs are running all over us. So, you know, what is it that you're doing right now? Um, yeah, they got to cut him loose, man. They got to, you know, in fact, he may be, uh, he may be, I don't, I don't even know if we can even trade the guy right now, but yeah, he's got to be cut loose after this, uh, after this season for sure. And again, he, you know, he, like you, you know, you mentioned all this money he's making, the guy's only playing like 30% of the snaps. Right. So what the heck, man? Like he's me, making money. He's not tackling anybody and he's playing like 35, 30, 35% of our snaps. Let me ask what you are we this. Doing? Since he's arrived here, have you ever watched a Lions game with Michael Brockers active and even noticed him ever? No. <laughs> like, never. I don't even never. realize he's ever on the field. Kind of like uh, I'm starting to get with a Lee McNeil where I hear he's a stud and he's this and he's that and he's playing the three tech. And it's like I rarely notice a doing anything productive, but definitely I don't notice Michael Brockers. Shabby, I have an inkling. I have a feeling that it might be, you know, about this at this point for um, Michael Brockers. Laughing all the way to the pay window, as Benny Blades would say when I got to do Fun Pod with Benny um, every every two weeks there for Michael Brockers. All right, Chubby, you said I got to calm down. You said I got to take it easy. We're going to be okay. Like, I don't think I've done a very good job. Again, we try to entertain the people. Of course, I'm going to say outlandish things because of the Kool-Aid cast, and I can do that, and it's fun. Let's end it with something positive before we get our great sponsors, which are always positive, always supporting the show, just like all you great listeners always help and support, keep the Kool-Aid flowing. Like, I want to ask you, the ultimate Kool-Aid drinker, the ultimate uh, optimist about this offense, and your boy, Jared Goff, like, what can this offense be with Jamison Williams added in the next handful of weeks or so? Like, what could they possibly do better, bigger? Are you just cannot wait to see him added to these other guys with Swift back? And oh, what's it going to be like, man? I'm I'm fired up about that. I mean, listen, I can tell you what it's been without him, which is over 435 <laughs> yards a game, uh, 140 points scored without our top three wide receivers last week. Like, the sky is the limit. And that's why, you know, you make this comment about like, well, the offense is going to, you know, they're going to settle in. They're going to drop down to the middle of the pack again. No, Okri, no, they are not. <laughs> I completely disagree because we still haven't even seen J-Mo. Can you imagine we are stretching the field? He is balling deep. What are they going to do? How are you going to cover J-Mo, Amon Ra, TJ Hawkinson, and DJ Chark? What? You can't. You can't. Those guys are going to ball out. It is going to be ridiculous. And don't even get me started on Swift and Swag because they're going to be able to run amok too. It's going to be a whole high-powered offense with my cerebral genius Jared Goff throwing <laughs> dimes down the field. We are going to finish this season in the top five of offense. Total points scored, total yards, market. It's going to happen. That's a bell for the market. That's another choppy gimmick. And it sounds like you like this offense a lot would you would you say uh you, you enjoy it you like it uh i would say that i hashtag choppy likey the offense Woo! in 2022 hashtag choppy likey. 
<laughs> oh, I thought you might go there. I, I can't wait to see it either. I mean, I just feel like these numbers are so crazy and Jared Goff's numbers are so outlandish. And, you know, like say no Saint, no Swift, uh, you know, no Chark. And we just put up these ridiculous numbers. Like, I would love to see it continue. I hope you're right. But adding JMO to the football field is people still don't realize the speed. The one thing I'll say is I know he has been built up to this level where it's just like, man, when he hits the field, it's just going to be lights out or he's going to be on guard. I just think his skill set is so ridiculous to what we've seen recently here. We've had all these big bodied receivers, these possession type guys like I just think he's going to catch a few deep balls. He's going to catch a, a cross route and house one and just going to be so fun to watch and I'm excited about it. So, you know, yes, of course, it'll take him some time and yes, they'll ease him in. Yes, this, that, and the other. But I just think his skill set's so unique and so dynamic that he, that speed doesn't lie, his his game, his confidence, all that stuff. So I think everybody should still be crazy excited even if he's getting uh, this crazy love because he hasn't hit the field yet and because we're all excited to see him with what we've already done and who we already have. So good things to come. Choppy, let's get out of here. Let's get our commercial break in. Great sponsors. Come back. Give some love to the Kool-Aid drinkers, some shout-outs. Talk about the Twitter machine a little bit, what we've been seeing, and uh, get in this Patriots game, man. Yeah, let's do it. Let's take a break. Let's get our good sponsors in, and I'll uh, catch you on the second half, bro. Everybody, we'll be right back. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time, the Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. All right, everybody, this goes out to my fantasy football fans out there. Now, you probably heard about Reality Sports Online, the most powerful fantasy sports platform where owners can build and manage their fantasy team like a real NFL general manager. But the question is, have you tried it? I mean, we're talking free agency, multi-year contracts, rookie drafts, multi-team trades. You can put franchise tags on guys. Um, It's as close as you're going to get to being an NFL GM. But do you think it sounds complicated? It's not. I'm here to tell you it's the best thing about Reality Sports Online is it's just more fun than your normal fantasy league, but it doesn't take barely any more time. After all this, are you still not sure? I mean, come on now. You can test your general manager skills by going over to Reality Sports Online, call it RSO. Please go check out realitysportsonline.com right now. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. 
All right, Kool-Aid drinkers, as I always say, thank you so much for listening to the show. We really appreciate it, especially going and checking out those sponsors. I know there's quite a few of you out there that have been starting your own lion shows. you got your own pods. You're you're, uh, you're getting into this whole game as well as, uh, you know, visiting these great sponsors we have, whether it be Spotify, Anchor Podcast, RealitySportsOnline.com, you know, all the different uh, fantasy stuff that I always pub up. The guys at PFF All 22 doing big things. Always try to give them a shout-out. And my guy Bryce Johnson down there at Fantasy Football Fellowship bringing faith and fantasy football together which really fires me up so Choppy really appreciate the Kool-Aid drinkers we know there's the diehards that are hanging in there that are frustrated like me or our rainbows and butterflies like you right now. But all we want is wins and this team to play good on both sides of the ball, which would be nice. But uh, I thought we'd give a few shout-outs, get into a few people here, maybe see what's going on both on the Twitterverse, on the on the Kool-Aid cast hotline, you know, some other things that are going on. You want to get into this before we talk about New England? Yeah, Okri, we got some great, great followers to the Detroit Kool-Aid cast. I mean, of course, you know you can hit us at the number 989 272 3484 and yeah let's uh let's see who uh who's out there uh, giving us some love to the Detroit Lions out on the Twitter machine and uh on the uh, on the old voicemail machine too let's let's get it done you know what's funny is like Shoppy, you got yourself a little following now as well just uh, by being on this show because people seem to like the drops they like some of your tweets, but what they really like is when me and you get on here and try to make them laugh, yell at each other, talk lions, and have some fun. So people really seem to be enjoying this, and uh, you're getting a little pub out there, man. There's people that are uh, hashtagging choppy likey, which we always find funny and, and entertaining. Yeah, yeah, absolutely love it. Love to see the uh, the worldwide trending hashtag choppy likey <laughs> uh, getting out there on the old Twitterverse. It's uh, funny to see, especially when people throw it to my my sport of hockey. Uh, I love that. And uh, you know, we've always got our good loyal guys who will who will uh, tag me in a good in a good uh, hockey post or a good Lions <laughs> post too. So I'm absolutely loving it. Love the love on Twitter. Um, you know, everyone loves to love you, baby. <laughs> My hockey insider chat, we have Red Wings regular season hockey next Friday, if I'm correct, uh, dropping the puck on the regular season. And my Pistons are uh, getting preseason as we're recording here as well. So lots of great things going on in Detroit sports. We're getting all fired up. But I got to talk about something that's going on in Detroit sports, too, especially on the Twitter machine. And that's Frank Ribble. You can find him at... (laughs) Frank Ribble, which is awesome because there should only be one Twitter handle for this guy. Frank Ribble, I swear, this guy came, he came in strong a year or two ago when we started the Cooley Cast. Then the guy disappeared. He went away. No one could find him. I got Brian Eyes. Where's Frank Ribble? Is he okay? I got other people checking. Hey, have you heard from Frank Ribble? Where did Frank go? I tried to reach out to this guy multiple times. He's just, he's off. Twitter. He's he said he was he was still alive, which was good to hear. He said he was feeling good, but he had just I don't know what he's doing. He just ducked away. And then like three weeks ago, I want to say he's popped back up and he's all over putting out tweets. So let me give you this one. He puts at Derek Oakery. In fairness to other rookie linebackers, we need to compare Rodrigo Rodrigo <laughs> to all linebackers. And then he uses my gimmick. On his tweet, Rodrigo (laughs) isn't just rookie good. 
He is NFL linebacker good. What a find. And then he backs it up with some stats, which I know you'll like, Choppy. Rodriguez in week four, 52 snaps, eight tackles, one pressure, five receiving yards allowed. The highest graded PFL rookie LB in the league. Um, You got to love that from Ribble. I mean, gosh, I could just read his tweets all day. He's using his wow gimmick. I think you put out something about Jared Goff, of course, and he hits you with the Frank Ribble quad wow which i think is somewhere here on the uh on the old drop machine i don't think this is it wow no that's the wow that i think started it i i'll find the frank ribble quad before we get done with the show but shout out to frank he's just putting out good stuff he's real optimistic about where this team's going he's unfazed kind of like at chops in the d here that i'm talking to today he uses his gimmicks he he puts he adds us on his tweets so i just wanted to shout him out again don't know why he disappeared for a year and a half but he's back he loves the lions he's positive um love everything about it so uh good stuff there from from ribble no keep it coming man yeah okay if i can jump right in one of the things that uh that frank threw out there the other day was uh a stat that kind of blew me away where he said that we've scored touchdowns in every quarter except one in our four games. So 16 quarters of football, we've scored a touchdown in 15 out of 16. So shout out to Frank Ribble for throwing that out there. (laughs) And uh, I mean, that's just amazing. He's, he's, he's repping the, the offense just like choppy is. (laughs) <laughs> and Frank's a little bit like Bo knows Bo DeFrisco, where he'll say some crazy things. He'll throw out some ridiculousness. And uh, I enjoy that as much as you enjoy his stats and his factual comments. So keep all that coming. Speaking of Bo DeFrisco and the Kool-Aid cast hotline, Choppy gave it to you, 989-272-3484. Um, you know, like I've always said, there's a lot of you on here that are texting, and I do my best to get back to you as I have time. I was talking with, um, you know, this guy recently. Cornbread! Jerry. You guys know who he is. Cornbread! Jerry from North Carolina. Cornbread Jerry. He said he's going to be at the Lions when they travel to North Kakalaki to play the Panthers around Christmas time. He says he'll be at that football game. We also had some Bo Nose that are coming in, which Bo Nose that Jared Goff was going to throw four touchdowns. Yes, he he said that multiple weeks in a row, but it did happen again. So uh, good stuff there from Bo. We got Stephen Callie. Me and him were going back and forth, real frustrated over the loss in Minnesota. Then Steve was talking about how to get it together. We were also a little bit upset about the Seattle game. You guys know the names. C-Mill from Wisco, Keith in Puerto Rico. Um, just lots of people coming in. And like I say, I try to tell people, Chubby, if they don't want to call, they don't want to come in, shoot me a text. And it's just like hitting up my phone. I will see it. I will try to get back to you. If you want to send Choppy something, send it. I'll forward it along to him. We even have Gino. Uh, no, wait, this isn't Gino. This is another guy that I pubbed up a couple weeks ago. He calls himself the Big Tuna or the Nasty Tuna or something like that. And I didn't know what that was about. But this week he sent me a GIF talking about how Gino Tuna slapped Aaron Glenn's defense very disrespectfully and it's some guy in a boat where a fish jumps out of the water and smacks his dude in the face so I guess that's what he's talking about about the tuna slap but uh it's it's getting crazy man on the hotline and and things that are going on but shout out to all those guys and uh always fun reading all these things (laughs) 
Yeah, okay. Look, I mean, the Twitterverse is amazing. <laughs> it's the Kool Aid drinkers are out there strong. Uh, they're still drinking the Kool Aid, even even though the Dubskis aren't there yet. You know, they understand it's a process. We weren't gonna just jump right in, but uh, we got the offense clicking. It's time to get the defense clicking. But man, the Twitter love is uh, is definitely fun to hear and and uh, see out there. Speaking of Kool Aid drinkers and the loyal diehards out there, the Detroit Kool Aid Cast. Fantasy League is running strong. And, and Chubby, are you in that? Oh, no, that's right. You're too busy. You're too good for the people. You, you, you know who they are. I mean, we, we, we taught them on the show. You guys know, right? And the people consist of the millions. Except Choppy that joined this Fantasy League to compete, to have fun. And, and Chops, I, I know you take digs at me about my fantasy team. You say that I'm no good. You say nobody wants to hear about it. Do you know who's undefeated in that league through four weeks? You you really want to know? Uh, well, let me see. Okay, is it the same guy who's in thirty-two leagues? So again, the sun is bound to shine on a dog's ass every uh, every once in a while. No, tell me, please. Who's undefeated in that league? Yeah, I mean, it's um, I, I'd say my percentages are pretty good, but yeah, it's a shocker. It's me. I'm undefeated. And and a week ago, I was touting how I was undefeated, and I was talking up the league and saying how thankful I was. And, and a guy named Kyle Dahmer, uh, a very loyal listener, a, a contributor to the show on multiple levels, he hit me up on Facebook Messenger, which, yes, I didn't even really know that was a thing, but a few of you have got at me on that as well. He hit me up and he was like, hey, um, you notice anybody else that's undefeated? And it was, guess who? Him. He was undefeated as well. And he put up a record league ridiculous score this week uh, that I couldn't even believe. And then this week coming up, it's me. Versus Kyle Dahmer in the Fantasy League. Undefeated versus undefeated. But Choppy, Kyle, I mean, he, he reps a certain team down south. Oh, he's no, put it, Oakry, don't he's put say it. it. He's don't put it on, it. His, on, his, it on his team. It's part of his team name, which is another thing that we shall not speak of on the show. So I have to remind Kyle simply this. Hey, listen, Ohio State sucks. <laughs> and after this week when undefeated against undefeated happens kyle and his squad will be this ohio state is vanquished they will be vanquished ohio state is vanquished. just as that team down south was by the michigan wolverines last year and will be again coming up here shortly so that should be fun chubby chubby you got time for another rant real quick before we get to new england i got something else on my chest that i want to get off here and get rolling okay i'm, I'm here for you if it's going to get you back <laughs> on to the uh onto the kool-aid platform ready to crack open an ice cold detroit honolulu blue kool-aid Drink it in. Then I, I got Thank you, because I I need to say this. I think I've said this rant before, but it's deemed, you know, it's worthy of repeating right now. To all my friends, to all my people that have my personal text line, do not blow up my phone simply when the Lions lose. I swear, the Lions lose a game, I get 50, 70-some messages. The Lions win, crickets. I get nothing. So I'm talking to you, Wagner. I'm talking to you, Choppy Chop. I'm talking to you, my Uncle Dean, my Uncle Eric. I'm talking to all of you out there, Brian Ives. I'm talking to all these people. I can't even go down the list. JP. I mean, 
all my all my family all these people like it's just ridiculous the messages I get where people are just wanting to chime in and say, oh, they lost this. Why can't they play defense? What is going on with this team? When they pull up a big win against Washington, you want to know how many texts I got? Zippo. I didn't hear a thing. You know what I mean? Because nobody ever wants to. My boy, Adam. Adam, why don't you ever write when the Lions are doing good? But when they when they fumble a game away, you're the first one to text. Come on, man. Come on. I'm sick of it, Choppy. I want text when we win, and when you're frustrated when we lose, you can send those as well. But but don't just don't just chime in when we when we take an L. Uh, you know, Okri, I, I, you know, you've put me in a position now where I have to defend the people because I know for a fact that whenever Jared Goff throws a juicy dime down the field, <laughs> I text you and say, "Woohoo, Jared Goff." JG16, baby, fire. Woo-hoo! Or or uh, you know, DeAndre makes a nice move and, you know, put somebody out of their jock or, uh, or Jamal Williams swaggy, puts somebody down and blows through the the line for a nice, nice uh, six inch gain touchdown. I give you the love. I I, I'm repping it when we win. So, you know, maybe you're just a little more sensitive when it comes to the negative tweets than you are when the positive tweets come in. Oh, well, I, I will give you a little bit of credit because not only are you doing very well with the Kool-Aid gimmicks throughout this show and on my text chain, but you've been given love because you are positive about this team. But I'm talking, I threw you in that mix, but I'm just talking about everybody else that like, do you think I hear anything uh, across the board uh, when I'm out and about, when I'm at work, when I'm here and there? No, I don't hear anything when things are going well, but the minute things are crumpled up or something bad happens or the lines lose in fashion like we've never seen, that's all I hear about. It's it's just drives me absolutely nuts. But I love the loyal, diehard, Detroit Kool-Aid drinkers. Drink it in, man. Side of cornbread. Cornbread. Make it a double. Cornbread. All right, Choppy. I'm done. I'm sweating. I'm frustrated. I'm mad. I've got a lot out on this show. You've been very helpful. Let's let's serve up Kool-Aid. Talk about New England. Talk about how we're going to get this dub ski against... Matt, Pat, Matt, well, yeah, Patricia. Yeah, listen, listen. Before we get into Oakry, hang on a second. I, I just hang on, hang on, hang on. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta. <sighs> ah, there it is. <laughs> Crack open a nice cold Honolulu blue can a whoop ass that we are going to be dropping on Matt Pat because you know what these Patriots they ain't no thing. They got nothing, man. They're going to be on their third string quarterback. I think we're going to be who are we seeing here? Bailey Zappy. Uh, Zappo, Zippy, Zippop, Zippity Zoo. Who knows? We're going to be seeing Bailey playing against us. We're going to destroy that punk. Hutch is going to be unleashed all over him. And any team that's got Matt Pat running any kind of scheme for them is doomed to fail. They're middle of the road in offense. They're middle of the road in defense. And we're going to ball all over them. We are going to put up 40 points against them again. And we're going to shove it down Matt Pat's throat. Um, Yeah, screw those guys. We're going to kill them this week. Let me give you this for popping a top on a cold, iced Honolulu Blue Kool-Aid. Give me a hell yeah! Oh, hell yeah! (laughs) Love that. Now, like, Matt Patricia's calling the offense. You got a bunch of other Patriots retreads. But you got this guy named Bill Belichick. He's he's kind of a good coach, pretty good. He's He's done well for himself. I, how, how are we going to beat William Belichick when it comes to coaching, game management, 
um, figuring out a way to out scheme, outthink him. Can Dan freaking Campbell do that? Because I, I I really hope so. Yeah, I mean, look, Dan Campbell just has to be true to who he is. Um, you know, he admitted the other week that he he made a big mistake against Minnesota. And, um, you know, he's just got to be that aggressive, calculated, aggressive guy that he is. Um, let's play our game. The offense is going to ball. Um, and I'm expecting Aaron Glenn to make some tweaks and adjustments, man. I'm hoping we see some personnel, either some personnel changes or some scheme change here. Um, we're going to be going after a, an inexperienced quarterback, whether it's Brian Hoyer or, you know, zippity doodah day. Um, but we should be able to take care of these guys. I mean, they're, they are not good in any aspect of the game right now. So there's no excuse for us not to just pound these guys. I, I want MCDC to say this to anything Double B is throwing at him. You've had enough of that. Shit. Yeah, I, I want you to look at his offense and say, Psh. You've had enough of that. Shit. I want you to take your defense and what they did last week and tell him, Put that behind you. You've had enough of that. Shit. Exactly. I want you to get a couple Vente, uh, you know, double pint espresso shots, whatever you do, the. And just just lube up with caffeine, Dan Campbell, to somehow outcoach in this ball game, or to at least not cost us, which you've done a couple times, which also has me frustrated. You, you say Zippy Zappy's going to be at quarterback for them. Your boy Goff will be at the helm for the Lions. Do you think ARSB, or as you mentioned earlier, Amon Ra? <laughs> Do you think he returns? We need this guy. He's an absolute DAWG on the football field. I think the sky's the limit. He's really wants it badly, as I've said on this show, which I love. I think we get him back. Do you think um, some other playmakers can have a repeat and we can still put up these points? Because I think you're going to have to put up points because I don't think we're going to turn into the steel curtain defense in a week. I, look, I mean, I, I'm in a spot now with this offense where if we even if we are missing a key a key guy, I mean, I think Swifty's going to be out for a little bit longer. But um, you know, if if Chark is still out, if Amara doesn't make it his way back, like we still have proven that we can put up points. So I love our depth on offense. That is not the issue. The biggest problem we are going to have is our Swiss cheese defense. Can we make some stops? Can we get some pressure on this quarterback? Can Hutch be unleashed? Can Rodrigo make some stuffing tackles in the middle of the field? Can AO, I don't know, maybe cover somebody? Maybe. Oh, baby. <laughs> Choppy. I mean, way too good with the with the drop. But you got to give me a sign. I mean, I'm doing all I can over here to help you out with these drops as you roll through them. But, uh, yeah, all those things need to happen to get this done. Of course, I know you think Jared Goff can keep it up. I feel like there's this guy named Damian Harris from Alabama on the other side that I'm worried about because he's a hell of a player. I said that coming out to the draft. Lions could have had a shot with him in the third round, I believe. They passed on him. He's he's just a no-nonsense football player, man. He gets it done, no doubt about it. I really think DJ Chark hopefully will find himself back on the football field because I don't know that we can reproduce anywhere near what Hawk did or some of these other players. So, we need as many hands on deck as we can get offensively. 
I also think you have to rattle this guy's cage, man. Bailey Zappi, he had 62-some touchdowns in college, but this ain't college, bro. This isn't Western Kentucky or Baptist Method, wherever you went. Like, we need to get after him. Hutch needs to get after him. We need to see, I don't know, maybe an appearance from Michael Brockers. Hello? Are you out there? We need to get Julian O'Quara to figure out what he's doing on the football field. Like, we just need to... I don't know it's it's you think draw some things up in the dirt but we just need to have the the players get after it on both sides of the football and uh it's gonna take a lot of points i think to win this game as well as some impactful defensive plays and i'm not talking about oh i almost got the sack i'm not talking about oh i made this tackle yet it was 14 yards down the football field i'm talking about sacks tip passes dare i say an interception for once maybe a fumble created by Rodrigo! Rodrigo! He actually said he was going to get a couple picks, so I'm waiting on that. Rodrigo! Um, you know, I think it's going to take a lot, but, uh, you know, it's it's going to be a road game. Patriots are wearing the Patriot pad or whatever his name is on, the, on their helmet. They haven't worn these throwbacks in gosh knows how many years. Run game, pass game. Can we actually play defense? Shoppy, we've reached that point in the show. I need a score prediction. And how this one's going down Sunday, you guys know, of course, it's at 1 p.m. That's the only time we play for the Detroit Lions against the New England Patriots. What do you got? Okay, well, I already told you we were going to put up more than 40. So I'm going to say we are going to win this game 44 (laughs) to 37 because our defense can't stop anything. But we're going to make one more play than they do, and we are going to win this one. Uh, you know, it's going to be ugly. It's going to be a slobber knocker, knockdown, drag out, guns blazing, ball slinging, swift and swag, banging game. But listen, uh, we've got one more touchdown in us than they do this week, and uh, we're going to bounce back, and we're going to the bye two and three. Do I think... The Detroit Lions are going to go into New England and score 40-plus. Nope, nope, nope. (laughs) Do I think this is the same Patriots team that dominated the National Football League for decades? Nope, nope, nope. (laughs) Do I think that the Lions can win this game? Of course I do. Do I think we will be a, just a dominant defense and create all types of turnovers? Copy. We need this ball game. We're playing zippity zap. We need to find a way to rattle his cage. I need to like make plays on D. I, I We ain't scoring 40, I'll tell you that. But if we can get in the upper 20s, I think we can have a chance at this ball game. Give me 28... For the Lions. That's that's right. I stole your gimmick, Choppy. I mean, uh, 28 for the Lions. (laughs) And give me, give me 27 for the Patriots. (laughs) Woo! Hashtag Choppy liking. A Lions victory on a late game touchdown. Touchdown, Detroit Lions! From Jared Goff, everybody. There you go. I like it. I like it. The Kool-Aid is back. The Kool-Aid is back. Drink got it a little pep in, in his step now. Oh, give me a double-sided cornbread, Oak. Cornbread! Cornbread! There you go. Ah. 
you you you've been bringing it you've been drinking it you've been serving it so everybody we got to find a way to get it take that bye week get healthy i think it's going to be a somewhat ugly game i think it's going to be back and forth i think it's going to be right down to the wire and Dan freaking Campbell pulls a rabbit out of his hat, beats Bill Belichick in Foxborough to get us back where we need to be, heading to the bye, getting healthy. Choppy, you got anything else for the people before we get up out of here? Oh, Okri, all I ask is that the people just keep being loyal, that they keep sending the tweets, that they keep drinking the Kool-Aid, that they keep calling the cast – And just keep loving our Detroit Lions, baby. One pride. Let's go, everybody. There's nothing else that needs to be said. We'll catch you next week right here on the Detroit Kool-Aid cast. Take care, everybody. We're out. Wow. 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 Drink it in, man.